Welcome to another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast. I am your host, Harrison Barron. I apologize, I have little sniffles today. But, if you haven't already, smash the subscribe button. You're probably going to love this episode as much as I did. Uh, Brian is one of my favorite people. I'm sure you've already read the title. But, uh, as always, you can go check out the new website. I released it early, BrutallyHonestPodcast.com. Go check it out. Brutally Honest Podcast, all over. Website, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon. Um, and then if you want to follow me, my personal stuff, which is more business related, or I try to keep it more business related, Harrison underscore Baron. So that's it. Just rolling right into it. I hope everybody's having a great holiday season already. Some holidays have already passed, some are coming up. So I hope everybody's having a really great holiday season in that regard. And, uh, that's it. That's all I got for the opener. My guest today, so this one's going to be really quick, but my guest today is my buddy Brian Carp. He is a return guest, and if you haven't listened to the first episode, it's cool because you get to kind of see a transformation of where he was and where he's going, and I think that's one of the things that I really appreciate most of the podcast is because you get to see the evolution of people and what's going on in their lives and how they're progressing and things of that nature. So... Brian is one of my favorite people. If the hustle or you're slacking in hustle or something like that in your life, I highly, highly recommend listening to this podcast because this dude is the definition of hustle, rise and grind, harder than everybody else. I, I aspire to be as hardworking as he is, um, and I think I'm doing a pretty decent job at it, but he makes it look so easy. This podcast was also recorded at 5 a.m., which is the earliest podcast I've ever done, so... I was like half asleep when we did it, and Brian said, hey, let's do a podcast at 5 a.m., and I said, for you, there's no one else I'd rather accept it with, so that was a huge thing for me. I loved it, but I want to, I'll stop talking. I want you guys to listen to the show. Without any further ado, please welcome my friend, Brian Carp. it was 4 30 uh, no no it's it's always been four o'clock and then Jeez. i've been pushing and uh trying to you know don't say 3 30 not 3 30 3 45 3 50 that's really on mondays all day long sure just move that a little closer to you yeah, yeah perfect i'm getting used to the new chairs in the new studio thanks man much appreciated absolutely uh, yeah you saw the old studio absolutely the tiny little sucker the tiny little sucker. this is uh this is definitely a big step up for for the normal um, super happy for the new space. So, and I got to thank my buddy John for it. He, uh, without his support, there's no chance I could have done this. But uh, yeah, I see your Instagrams, and I was like, this dude's going waking up at like 4 a.m., which I'm like, I probably could do 4 a.m. if I didn't go to bed at like midnight 1 a.m. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I do need to sleep, unfortunately. And then actually, on my way here, I was like, there's, I got to talk to Brian and see maybe there's a way we don't have to sleep. And then I realized it's probably not true, but maybe Brian will shed some light on it. Well, we, I think we need sleep. We just need five, six hours. That's all we really need. Yeah. And yeah. then I got your text this morning, and you're like, uh, are you on your way? And I'm sure you would do that for, like, normal people. To be like, oh, my God, is my guest coming? But there's no way if I told you I was going to be somewhere that I wasn't going to be there. Oh, I, so I wanted to make sure that you I were want, aware. Oh. I was already 10 minutes here, <laughs> down the block, 
just hanging out waiting for you. So I don't. I, I know you sent that text and you're like, oh, I really hope my guest shows up this morning. There's no fucking way. Sorry to curse. In, no, that's cool. In Long Island, that if Brian Carp said he was going to be somewhere, that I wasn't going to be there. I wanted you to know that I was up. Okay. That's what I okay. really wanted okay. to send it for. Like, but I was up before you. I told oh, you to yeah. know that it wasn't. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm I'm still catching some Z's, and Brian Carp is already sipping on his coffee. Mm-hmm. But I'm up before the alarm clock hits. That's, that's crazy. That's the, goal. that's the goal. How long have you been doing it that it's ingrained in your body now? Just routine. It's just a routine. You Weeks, know, months, years? years? Years. Years like yeah. this. You know, I think we spoke about it last time. Um, I've just given up the snooze. Yeah. You'll never be happy snoozing. You'll never be happy with one extra hour of sleep, but you'll be so much happier with all you accomplish in that one hour. Yes, I agree. My wife, um, I don't know, maybe like six, eight months ago, my wife wasn't feeling well. We had to run, nothing major, but we had to run to the hospital for some stuff. And um, we were at the hospital all day running tests, just her stomach wasn't right. And then long story short, we get back to, we get all done with the hospital stuff. It's probably around 3.30, quarter to to four in the morning. We head home. Uh, She's like, Let's, let's go back to bed and you know the boys will be up in a few hours we'll get them on the bus and I'm like yeah absolutely go back to bed <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm like I'm going to the gym I'm like it's you know 5 o'clock in the morning it's time to go to the gym yeah so it, it's just it's, <laughs> honey do you see the calendar you yeah. know exactly you what know I have exactly to do you know exactly what I have don't to do don't even pull this stuff oh go back to bed exactly. what are you, don't be toxic okay yeah. I have things to do here and she's like you know you'll feel a little bit better if you get an extra you know you'll, you'll catch up on sleep you'll get a, an extra hour of sleep but you'll never be happy with that so it's get out get the day going yeah I can't tell you how many times I've literally needed to hit the snooze button because I could not come to consciousness. Just think of me. Uh, no, that's the problem. I do think of you, and then I feel guilty, and then probably about a solid 50% of the time, like, I should probably get out of bed because Brian Carp has been up for hours now. Absolutely. 100%. But I'm also at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, and, like, Brian Carp's also been sleeping for a couple that hours. That is true. Now. That is true. But what, if you're accomplishing positive things at 1 o'clock in the morning, yes. then that's good. Yes. You know, if yes. you're editing a podcast or building the brand, that's fine. I'm starting to realize I have a weird work cycle. Not so much... Like, mainly because I work for myself, so, and my customers don't necessarily need me at the crack of dawn or anything like that, so I'm realizing that I'm getting, like, I'll be super unproductive from, like, 5 o'clock to, like, 8, like eight o'clock at night, and then, like, 8.30, 8, 8.30, 9 o'clock hits, and I'm, like, all of a sudden in the zone, and it's just back to work, and I'm, like, like I should be out with friends, and I'm, like, no, I shouldn't, because make, hanging out with friends is not making me more money, putting me in a better place other than you know, personal happiness, which is fine, but I just need to make sure there's a good way of the two. Absolutely. hundred percent. You know, my whole twenties, I punted going out and partying and going to the Hamptons and, uh, you know, all those things to be where I'm standing today at 35. Sure. Sure. Why you were you selling houses out there or are you partying? No, you know, but every 20 year old and 25 year old is, you know, Thursday night, Friday night partying. And dude, I don't understand how they afford it. At this point, mm-hmm. I thought about that the other day, and and I I met some I met somebody. And they're like, oh, you know, you must go out to Patchogue a lot. You live like right next door. I'm like, no, I actually don't at all. And they're like, why? I'm like, it's too expensive to go out. And yeah. they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm a big dude. It takes a hell. It takes a lot of booze to get me to go like feeling good. I was like, every time I go out, it's anywhere between a hundred and two hundred dollars guaranteed every single time. Times that by three to five days a week if you really want to go out and party. That's a full time. Yeah. You know, expense right there. Absolutely. I'm like, I don't understand how people go out like every day of the week, you know, four nights a week. I'm like, either you are dead broke and you're hiding it 
or you make it a obnoxious amount of money and I just have no idea about mm-hmm. it. I don't know. That's my that's my whole take on going out. I think it's kind of crazy, personally. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But you're at 130-ish houses. 130 houses yesterday, I think, uh, or earlier this week, we had two closings. So, yes, right in that 130 range. Do you ever sit in the same office for four closings in a row? I never go to closings. Oh. So, it's just not... It's not a, a good – at that point, my clients have already – everything's taken care of. Sure. All of the negotiations have worked out. The closing is really just to consummate the deal. Sure. And for, you know, money to trade hands and houses and keys to trade hands. So they no longer need me at the closings. And I couldn't go to 140 closings a year. You would, would burn be, your whole it, schedule up. My whole day. So it would be impossible sure. to do that. Can you do me a favor and just turn that heat off with this little power button on there? Sorry, it gets a little chilly here in the morning. Get a little too toasty in here. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 got, I feel like I, I, I perform so much better when I'm like cool, not cold, mm-hmm. and I, I significantly underperform when I'm overly hot. Okay. You're that too was, comfortable. What? You're too comfortable. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like summertime is like the worst time of the year for me. I need the best air conditioner because if it's even like 75 degrees, I'm like. Eh, work doesn't need to get done today. I could just hang out. There's no no need, you know. We're like, eh, I'll get the I'll get the most bare minimum work done. But then when it gets cold, it's like off to the races, and it's just work, 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 work. And I love it, you know. I don't, you know, I don't really consider what I do work so much just because I enjoy what I do, which is I also think super important. Absolutely, hundred percent. Um. So going to work for me is like, you know, I don't mind. And I live, you know, I, I texted you when I was li- I was still in my bathroom. Oh, like, you were. Getting yeah. ready. Yeah, I live, you know, three minutes. And that's the other, my favorite part about the studio now is like, I live three minutes away. So if I need to be here, I need to come back or I forget something. It's not like, oh, I got to schlep it all the way to wherever. It's, you know, oh, it's around. The, I, can just, I usually stop here in the morning before I go somewhere, so. It's nice when your home base and your work is very close to it. Yeah. Themselves. Yeah. Well, I, I unfortunately don't have an office in my home. Mm-hmm. So what's what's been new, man? I haven't seen you. In, I haven't seen you forever. I see houses going up. You wake your alarm set, and it makes me feel terrible. What else has been going on? Same stuff. Just building the empire, uh, selling houses, and you know, collecting the rental properties, which is always sure. the mailbox uh, money. Mailbox money. You like that? Uh, dude, I saw that video, and I normally. Don't watch too many people's stuff on LinkedIn just because I'm like, I don't want to get absorbed. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, ah, Brian posted. Let me see what it is. And your skits are hysterical, I must say, first of all. So mailbox money was basically what it was my, I kind of wanted to put out my why for yeah. the last 10 years. Sure. And that video kind of summed up my why for the last 10 years. Sure. So basically, I think one of the reasons I've been so mega successful in what I'm doing in real estate is because I have a real... A real why. Sure. And the why is to build passive income. Sure. And to collect rental houses. So it, that video, besides being able to showcase my business partner, my wife, and, you know, um, my best friend, it was also a way to kind of show everyone, this is what this is what I've been doing. This is what I've been hustling sure. and giving up and sacrificing to build. Sure. So the video meant a lot for me. I'm not doing the videos for anyone else. They're kind of like for me, sure. so I can go back and reflect on what's been done. So that was a, a a big video for me. That's similar to this thing. You know, I record this so that way, you know, in in two or three years, you know, whenever I want, you know, I'm, I I think about it all the time. Like I want to sit down for like a solid hour and a half, two hours, and go through the first couple episodes and like 
see how I've progressed yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, the conversations I had and now the conversations I'm having and, you know, how where they were and how they've how they've evolved and, you know, different people I get to meet with and, and different things like that. You know, when I first started, I didn't know that. You know, I knew a lot of people, but I didn't know them. I feel like in an hour and a half, you really get to know somebody. Absolutely. You know, and this is now round number two for you, but like, it's it's just it's such a different feel now. Bigger studio, it's a little more laid back, all that kind of stuff. At least in my opinion. Yeah. No, absolutely. And those are th- those are things that uh, that's what that's what excites me. You know, it's not the it's yes, the closings are great and fantastic, and and I'm I'm you know elated that I could help all these clients. But for me, it's being able to take every extra dollar that we make, save it. And then find that amazing, amazing rental property and then add it to the portfolio. Sure. Like to me, that is, that's the, that, that's for like the painter who paints the wall and it's all finished. That's when they see the, the, uh, the amazing. Yeah. How do you know? I'm going to ask you, ask for some insider information, but like, you know, when you see, when somebody says, Hey Brian, I want to sell my house and you realize it's a solid rental house that you want to scoop up. What do you do? You just say, "Hey, I'll buy it from you right now." Well, listen. My my first my first thing is always to help someone sell the house and get them the most money possible. Sure. Uh, so generally, and generally, my why someone will hire me is to get market value or to get above market value. That's why they would bring me in. Mm-hmm. Basically, when I'm buying something, I'm looking for something below market value. Sure. So I'm usually shopping more on the wholesale market sure. than something where I would work for one of my clients putting it on the you know high-end market. Gotcha. So I've really, I don't know, maybe one or two houses I purchased from one of my clients and they said, hey, Brian, I want X and I just thought it made sense for me. Sure. But most times I'm shopping on a different market than really? where they're houses are, are all your houses near the house or all the houses that you're buying for rental properties near what you're selling already or is it kind of they're, they're all all of my rental properties are in my hood i call it sure so they're all in my one or two towns i'm sure. big big on ronkonkoma right now yeah i'm huge on ronkonkoma dude you sell houses next to each other mm-hmm. that's crazy so i just uh for my rental portfolio most of my portfolios in ronkonkoma and lake grove gotcha. those are the two towns that i've uh i just feel are amazing, amazing rental areas. Sure. We have the huge driver of the Ronkonkoma hub project, uh-huh. which drive through Ronkonkoma now, what I've been preaching five, six years ago is totally going up. You see these enormous, enormous apartment buildings going up. Oh, so yeah. if big, big dollars are coming in there, you know, probably about a decade ago, I noticed uh, one LLC was buying up all of these commercial property around there it was hub llc and sure. now you look at it today what's starting to happen literally ronkonkoma is going to be patchwork on steroids you think without a doubt really just because you got the train station there um it's going to be big time dude they got to fix the train station again mm-hmm. that thing is a disaster every single time i go if it's any hour during the day Getting a getting a spot there is an absolute nightmare. Yeah, it's it's going through some transition over there. Yeah, but I'm big on Ronkonkoma. Uh, also, I'm big on uh, Stony Brook Universities right there. You need drivers if you're going to have rental properties. You need drivers. Sure. So the drivers are uh, the IRS in Hoaxville's Zebra Technology is right there. Sure. Uh, so there's a lot, a lot of huge drivers. Do you think you're going to feel anything from the Amazon deal? I don't think so. A few people have you know when that was going down, people were texting me. Which, yeah. Uh, I, Thank you. But I don't think I'm going to see any, a direct correlation for that. Really? Just because it's so in the city. But yes, listen, at the end of the day, we'll maybe add an extra house or two t- to someone who wants to buy. It's not going to hurt anything. I feel like in your in your hood, we'll call it, it's going to just steroids right to it. Just boom. 
I think it's going to help. It's it can't hurt. I don't know if it's going to be you know. Hunt. It, listen, if Amazon dropped a dropped a facility in Lake Grove, Nesconset, oh my god, then it would be it's then that's a oh a game changer. God. But you Yo, know, there'd be there'd be millionaires being made right now in, in no time flat for exactly for people doing what you do. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's insane. But I, you know, I, I thought about it, and you were like the first person I thought of. I was like, I wonder how this would real impact real estate market, and mainly Ron Conkoma because you you have the train right there, and to get into you know, uh, what is it, Long Island City, you know, right from the train it can't be that bad. Absolutely, it, it, listen, it's gonna help. It's gonna help without a doubt, hundred out, and that's why I'm all in about Ron Conkoma and, and buying up as many properties as possible. I'm just, it's a huge neighborhood. It's great. It's you know, the income is good. It's it's affordable. The rents, the taxes are affordable, so it's um, I'm all in on it. The do you see yourself living on the island forever? The cold weather keeps getting to us, dude. I'm I'm, I'm pulling pl- I'm pulling the plug in 2020. Mm-hmm. I'm out. Oh, you are. Oh, 100. I'm going to. Co- I'll I'll keep the studio. I'll come back every um like a week. Uh, my goal is to come back for one week every single month, but I'm out. I think we'll be in Long Island because that's where all my wife's family is. Okay. And my mother's still here. Me, me and Jessica sat down and we were like, oh, you know, do we do we jump off Long Island? But I, I got that the business is here already. Oh, you know, yeah. But when be, it's mailbox money, Brian. When it's 2023, it's a whole different ballgame. So, Are you fully done 2023 no matter what? I don't uh, – 2023, I will be financially free. Sure. So financially free basically means I will have enough positive income coming in. Sure. To outweigh my expenses, where I will no longer need to work. Sure. Will I ever be able to hang up the real estate hat? Probably not. You know, this is my addiction. Oh yeah. This goes. This goes through my. Dude, blood. nobody wakes up at four a.m. to go to work except you because they love what they do. Love what? It's not work. Yeah. This is not work because this is my addiction. Sure. So, um, will I ever hang it up? No, I will probably never hang it up. But will I be selling 130, 150 houses a year? Absolutely not. Maybe I'll sell a few houses here or there. It will be friends, family, people like Brian. We really need you. You know, help us out. Sure. So, I'll, I'll, of course, I'll probably always keep that. But at that time, it's going to be focusing more on just other things that excite me. Listen, I, I'm gonna. I'm a salesman. I'm an entrepreneur. It just happens that I'm selling real estate. But yeah. Tomorrow morning, real estate dies. I will sell something else. Sure. That's all it is. Yeah. You just yeah. Okay. On to the next one. On to the next one. And. Being an entrepreneur, I love all different types of businesses. So who knows what I'll be doing, but it will definitely be not at the speed I'm doing. It's not healthy to sell 150 houses a year. So um, 2023, we the rental portfolio, our other business acquisitions, then there'll be enough stream of, in, of incomes coming in. That's what you have to picture, multiple streams sure, of income sure. coming in. And at that time, we'll be my uh, I'll be 40 mm-hmm. then, and that's when we'll, uh, we'll step back from the game. I got gotcha. you. Now – what do you think makes you so successful in the real estate market? It's the why. I think it goes back to the why. Just, just solely on Mailbox Money Brian 2023. See, but, but that's been behind everything. So the goal when I was doing real estate selling 20, 30 houses a year yeah. was, hey, this was a part-time job for me. This is a great way to make some extra income. Mm-hmm. And then what was Brian doing with that income? It wasn't buying a nice car. It wasn't yeah. buying a fancy watch. Yeah, it was saving every dollar, every mm-hmm. little, every little egg corn. Mm-hmm. I was stocking them away for the winter, and then it was buying the rental property. And it started off slow because the first one was difficult to buy because I had to save up the money. Sure. Then it was one. Then it was two. Duh, 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 kept going, and now the income coming in from the properties 
self-sustains a lot of our life. Sure. Which allows then the money that the business is making to save up a lot quicker to buy more. Sure. So now this is the snowball rolling down the mountain now. That, I think that's the hardest thing that people have to understand. It's always, it's always, it's almost always a snowball. Mm-hmm. You just got to get the ball. Absolutely. You got to get it going. And it's so easy. Like you said with the podcast, a lot of people, uh, before we went live, a lot of, you're like, oh, a lot of people stop at 50 podcasts. Not even, dude, dude they, they, if they make it to 20. Exactly. Like, I, people, all the time. And I, and I don't want to sound conceited, but like, I hear it all the time. Like, dude, I hope it's okay. I start, like, I'm thinking about starting a podcast. I'm like, dude, go for it. Like, I'm going to be your biggest supporter. Absolutely. That's me in real estate. How many people uh, will, will say Brian Carp? told me absolutely get into real estate it's the best industry in the world you'll literally change your family tree you could build generational wealth i'm encouraging everybody and people like you're encouraging people i thought that that would be competition for you but dude who cares exactly first of all one the biggest the best biggest misconstrued concept concept there is more than enough money to go around for every single person my word abundance yeah there is an abundance of wealth success and happiness out there. So don't think that if someone else comes in that they're going to steal your glory. No. And even if they do, I'd much I would love to see somebody I know supersede me in a shorter period of time. And if I can help them get there, by all means, cuz at least in my eyes, if I can help them become more successful than me, I would I would love I would hope that they say, "Hey, let me pass it on and let me help you. Let me, you know, this is what I figured when I figured out when I got to the top. By the way, this is what you're doing wrong and this is what you should be doing." Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that that's You got to pull people up with you. Yeah. That's the big thing. Yeah. Now, do you have any people like that in your life that you're just like, "Hey, I'm taking I'm help I'm going to help you either take it to the top or I'm just going to say, "Hey, let's, you know, let's pass around deals. Let's make it, you know, let's try to make everybody money." As, as I said, I'm I'm here to help everybody. So anybody who's getting into real estate that reaches out to me, I always even though I'm one of the busiest people in the day and every minute Dude, you make time, man. Yeah, every minute and every hour is calculated. I always try to scoop out, a, you know, a little bit of time to respond back to anyone who has a real estate question or thinking of getting into the real estate game. Um so it's really anyone who reaches out to me doesn't yeah. matter who they are, even if I don't know them. I'm always trying to tell them what I really feel about it and say, get into the business. Sure. It's, it's the best business in the world. We So for anybody that's listening and didn't hear the beginning, or I don't know if we covered in the beginning, it's 5 a.m. That is when Brian Carp said, hey, I can do a podcast. And I said, absolutely, let's do it. And I, I, I lit- you, you texted me and I was like, I can't believe I just agreed to a 5 a.m. podcast. I'm not even conscious at this hour. But I'm just ex- I'm excited to see where your entire Friday goes because now you've started it so much earlier. You got like a jump. This um, is like the ultra jump. I usually get my goal, and and this is what I'm in, I'm working on towards now is up at 5:30. Great, that's, if, a, that's a good time to get up. Yeah, I'm go- I'm gonna try to push it earlier as as time goes on, but I have to try to work on my sleep schedule to go mm-hmm. to bed earlier. Um, 5:30 in the morning up. This is like my ideal, let's say, cookbook is up at 530, uh, jiu-jitsu and or gym, six, six to seven, jiu-jitsu, training, some kind of cardio or workout, seven o'clock to 730, leave wherever I am, go get a cup of coffee, plant my ass down in that seat, don't even go home shower, plant my ass down in that seat and pick up this bad boy and just start making cold calls. Mm-hmm. Call, 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 and just, or or business develop, business develop, you know, st- run the marketing campaigns, whatever it needs to be done for, for at least one hour. Then after that, nine o'clock, go home shower, start the day. Great. You know, great. 
that's you know that's going to be the new the new recipe for hopefully success. Absolutely, without a doubt, 100. Oh. So I like that. I like to hear that. But this was the time that I can give you my undivided attention. Sure. I wanted to be able to give you an hour, hour and a half, whatever we sure. we do, without worrying about the phone buzzing, beeping. You know, during the day, if I step away from the phone for an hour, it's 16 text messages, 18 missed calls, and sure. who knows? How and you're many lightning emails. faster responding too. I'm all that's, over that. I'm all over that. Well, it's mind blowing. I'm like. Every time I text you, you're you get you have a pretty good turnaround compared to most people. And and this is not a this is not a business transaction. We're we're friends that uh, and I'm you asked me to do the podcast. So yeah. imagine, but I'm just on I'm on top of it. Yeah. I'm on top of my game. Yep. Anyone who's not responding back, don't act like you're not in front of your phone uh, all the time. That shit drives me nuts. People that don't answer their phones, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? There could be money on the table right now. Even if you're my friend. I could have a deal for you or somebody needs coaching, life advice, whatever it may be on the other end of that text message and you're going to take forever to answer. Let's have some urgency. Let's have some urgency. That's that's my whole thing. Like Dude, you got to have the New York hustle. You got to have the New York hustle. Like, Absolutely. That's why I'm so excited to go down south, believe it or not. Two reasons. One, it's warm. Mm-hmm. Warmer at least. Two, New York hustle. Yeah. Like I would I would be so shocked to go down there and be like oh somebody down here is over out hustling me. But I, I think something we should um, impa- uh, unpack is the New York hustle. But it's you can't leave the you can't stop the hustle just because you're starting to make it and become something. Like no. you got to have that hustle the, like the first day you started the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was definitely a couple times I slipped up, but I'm like I realized I slipped up. I'm like I'm not putting as much effort into this as I should be. Mm-hmm. We got to get back on the horse. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, what is my competition doing? Are they waking up at 5 a.m. to do podcasts with Brian Carp? Nope. Fuck no. Nope. Why not do it then? You know, mm-hmm. are they, you know, are they doing, are they working crazy hours and a- answering emails at 12, 1 o'clock? Dude, I've answered emails at 2 o'clock with a three-minute response time yeah. because I happen to roll over and I'm like, oh, let me just get this done real quick. Yeah. No, listen, this morning I woke up at 3, 3 and change. I had a few things to do in the office before I wanted to get myself ready to head out here. Mm-hmm. The whole day is booked out. Like every hour is booked oh, yeah. out from appointment to appointment to appointment, and that charges me up. I love that. Oh. You know, I love that. That's that's what I eat. And it was nice to wake up and say, I'm pretty sure there's no other podcaster in Long Island up, and there's probably no other real estate agent or broker up. That's the other thing too, dude. Real estate agents that are like, it's so bad because I have you as a friend. That sounds terrible. But I, I meet other agents, and I'm like, oh, what do you do? And they're like, oh, I'm a real estate agent. I'm like, oh, it's cool. How many houses did you sell? They're like, oh, I sold 20. I'm like. But that's big. Harrison, 20 houses, a lot of houses for somebody. I, I, know. I always say don't compare yourself. I was speaking to an agent yesterday, <laughs> and she's awesome. And she, I don't know, we were just talking back and forth numbers. And she's like, but it's not Brian Carp numbers. Do not compare yourself to me. I don't want to be compared. To, don't. It's not. Don't. Listen, the average agent in Long Island sells five to seven homes a year. Okay, big producers are selling 20 to 30 homes a year. So an agent tells you they're doing 20, 30 homes a year. That's a lot. Yeah. Like kudos. You're, you're a rock now, star. Is it really a lot or is it just the number that everybody's comfortable with? No, 20, 30 homes a year is a lot of homes. That's like two homes, two homes a month. Yeah. And then you have some mega producers doing like 50 and 50 is a big time shop. Um, but a lot of them are teams which is great as well. And teams are doing, you know, teams are doing 30, 50, 60 homes a year. That's a lot of homes. Really? Without a doubt. Absolutely. All right, good. Mm-hmm. Good. So if, if whoever you met said they're doing 20, 30 homes a year, you say, oh, that's great. You have a great business. Oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't discredit them. Yeah. I just, oh, because I do know that that's like a good number to hit. Like, if you can break 20 to 30 homes, you're, you're crushing yeah, it. Yeah, you're making money. Agent. Absolutely. Uh, but it's just always funny because I'm like, ah, Brian Karp does 100, <laughs> over 100, you know, on the low end. 100, you know, we're clo- talking close to, are you going to hit 150? I don't know. Probably not. 
Really? Probably not. We're, uh, I'm not focused on the number. Never focused on the number. You get, listen, January 1st, 2019, I start off with zero, zero homes. So, um, and to think last year, I said this to myself, oh my God, how am I ever going to do a hundred homes again? Sure. And just work my ass off every single day, do the right thing, hustle, grind, shake the tree. And it just comes to fruition. I'm sitting here almost December 1st and we're already over 130 houses and wherever the cookies fall, we'll be fine. Now, do people reach out directly to you directly and say, hey, Brian, need my house sold. I live in Ronkakwa, XYZ address. Let's get it done. Absolutely. All the time. I get it. Um, got a call. Uh, someone hit me up on um, Facebook Messenger. Hey, Brian, uh, I'm in this concert. I see your signs everywhere. I need your help. No problem. I'm on my way. That's it. There's literally it, it, shine, it, shine the light in the sky. And yeah, Brian Cole's coming, baby. I'm there. I'm there. 100. <laughs> percent The nice thing is, and in my hoods, in my five or ten towns around where I do my business, there's literally nobody better. Nobody knows the market better than me mm-hmm. because I'm. So I'm, you became the expert. I became the expert. Yeah. I remember when I walked into this game a decade ago, I wasn't the expert, and I looked at some of these people who who were the big names. So I met a guy couple weeks ago and he wanted to do business with me for my media company and you know we start talking and stuff like that and and he knew who you were and uh oh he's like oh you know i want to be you know a huge real estate agent like all this kind of stuff i'm like kudos man congrats okay so what's the story here he's like i was like where's your target market he's like king's park comac area like those couple surrounding towns he's like that's where i want to be the expert and i go okay sounds great so you know we're, we're talking and I was like, oh, do you know Brian Carp? He's like, of course I know Brian Carp. That dude's crushing. I'm like, well, he's a dear friend of mine. And he's, he's like, no way, really? I'm like, I'm like, yeah. I was like, look, you know, this is kind of like what Brian does. He was like, I don't want to say the secret sauce, but because you are the secret sauce, but it's like he's up every morning, 4 a.m., you know, 4 to 4.30. I thought it was 4.30 at the time. I'm like. Cutting me short ahead. I'm sorry, bud. Right. I'm sorry. I'm like, he's out there hustling, like crushing it. Like he doesn't care what anybody else thinks. He's just going and if there's money attached to it he pays it he's got a, he the hustle is so deep in his blood it'll never come out and i was like look if that's what who you are i'll work with you but if you're not that person you know where you're willing to go to that hard like if you're getting me all that pumped up to help you get successful you know you better produce i don't want to you know i i, I expect text messages at five i, I, ex- I expect that every single day 365 yeah like you got to be all in on this so a lot of times i'll be, i'll finish up an appointment with someone we put the house in the market and they they know i guess of me but we're not you know uh close friends or uh business associates yet sure and i'm leaving the appointment and they right before i leave they're like brian so on the weekends you know what do you what do you drive you're not driving that car with your face on it right and i'm like Absolutely. I'm like, in my driveway, there is three vehicles. My wife's truck to mm-hmm. drive the family and the kids around, and then my face car, and then my face truck. I was going to say, you got two face cars. Yeah. yeah. So if your boy is going to the gym, if your boy has to stop at Stop and Shop to pick up some milk for the kids, I'm in on this. I am all in on this. How many people have asked you about the rap? I, I get it. I, I'd say three, four times a week. Really? About the rap. I love it. I'm all in on it. And yeah. it's, you know, a guy's like, that really takes balls. I'm like, it doesn't take balls. I'm like, 
He's like, but you know, you can't hide. You're always on. <laughs> I'm Yo. like, I'm always on because this is this is me. This yeah. is all I do. Dude, you want to compare paychecks? Because driving around in the stupid car <laughs> probably makes a shitload more money than whatever the fuck you yeah. decide to do. He's like, but what if you what if you did something wrong? I'm like, I, I'm listen. I'm the most upfront, honest person ever. Um, I do everything legit. I said I got nothing to hide from. Mm-hmm. So I said, people at the stoplight wave to me, say hi. Yeah, th- I'm all in on this. Y- your boy is the real estate guru. This goes through your my blood. Sure. This is literally besides my wife, my kids, my family. This is all I think about every single day. I heard a rumor, and I gotta ask: What does your wife think about the face cars? She's not in love. She uh, in the, in the, <laughs> she's not in love with them. Uh, in the beginning, she was a, a, a hater of it. Okay. She didn't want to drive them around. But if anyone ever sees Jessica in my face car, please, you got to blow her spot up, hunk the horn, put on your hazards, <laughs> throw it on Facebook, Instagram. You really got to embarrass her because she is slightly embarrassed by it. <laughs> That's um, what I heard. In the beginning, she thought I was totally bananas. I, I don't know if I asked her. I think I might have thrown it out there. I was like, oh, I think I'm going to get my car wrapped. And I think her, her reaction was not good. And then I just did it. I love it. I just did it. You just, that's the other thing I've realized, too, about super successful people. They just do it. Like, there's no, oh, I'm not going to, I don't know. You know, I'm not sure. They just do. It, it's just, it, it was, it's just in my stomach. I just know. Like, there's certain, I real estate, money, finance, business, branding, marketing, that's just in my blood and my DNA. Sure. So for me, it's very easy. I'm like, this is this is gonna be great. I remember pulling out of the lot when I had the wrap just done, uh-huh. and I'm like, holy macaroni, my face is on the side of this car. Uh-huh. Uh, and then now I literally don't even I literally don't even realize it's there. I, it has made me the best driver in the world. Yeah, you can't break any no rules. any rules, which is good for me. Which that's is good for me. That's the one thing I get ske- sketched out about because I bear a media group on the back of my car. Yeah. No, I didn't, you know I will wrap a car. Please, One day. please step your game up. Ah, uh, dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I don't have that kind of expendable income yet, but I okay. will. And I get so nervous that somebody is going to leave a negative review on Google because I drove like a dick. But drive, don't drive like a dick anymore. We live on Long Island. I know, but you have to. Just, I guess, I guess it goes back to, I'm the brand. Yes. The, the cars, everything I do, just everything you do. Be the politician, the legit politician. Yeah. Just everything you do, you got to be out there. Yeah. But it, I, I kind of like it because it keeps me accountable for everything. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm big time. I'm, I don't know, walking into the dollar store and a piece of paper falls out of my pocket. Well, don't, don't let, don't litter. Pick it up, grab it, put it back in the garbage. Like it just, it legitimizes everything. Yeah. So listen, someone is always watching, and even if someone isn't watching, you should be doing the right thing all the time. Yes. So to me, couldn't agree more. To me, there's nothing to be worried about because yeah, I'm out there, but I'm I'm out there doing good. I'm out there being me. This is me. Listen, if you don't like the over the top, aggressive salesperson, high octane, high octane, I high protein, it. who's all in on real estate, who literally is all in on it. Then I'm not the right person for you. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I learned, and I definitely learned a lot. Do you still have nothing in the stock market? Nothing. Um, I I put some. I started putting. I started stocking some money in the SEP because as a business owner, you can put you know X number of dollars away yearly. Sure. I stopped doing it three or four years ago. Uh-huh. Um, so I still have some money in there, and my financial guys keep saying, "Oh, Brian, you know, listen, you could put X number of dollars a year tax free." I can't because the returns that I can get in in real estate are so much more. So blow away the stock market, and your boy is the inside player on real estate in mm-hmm. Long Island. 
So why am I going to put in the stock market when the brokers are probably the inside players? Yeah. So no, I'm, I'm all in on real Even estate. Even the brokers, dude. The brokers aren't waking up at four a.m., bro. No, they're not, and they don't like know that, this market like I do. Yeah. That like that's the other thing, you know, is is the hustle like. The, even even the brokers and and I have a great broker and is a dear friend of mine, but it's like you know brokers aren't waking up at four a.m. They're not they are not hustling like Brian Carp hustles. It, but it goes back to the why. I think that's the big difference. You ever it, read the book Start with Why? No. Oh, really? No. Re, uh, you don't read? I don't read. You, you listen? I listen. So yeah, maybe it's something I have to listen to. I've yeah. heard of it without a doubt. Yeah. But Simon never, said it. Good book. I never read it because um, you, you got to have the why. The, mm-hmm. the why from the beginning. A decade ago, the why was, and everyone laughed at it a decade ago. Yeah. A decade ago, the why was, I'm going to start to buy rental properties mm-hmm. because I want to start collecting rent. Did Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Ins- in- oh, did it did- inspire me? Yeah. You, you should have listened to the first podcast to remind yourself. Absolutely. Oh, I know. I know. I Absolutely. Know. I'm I'm, not for you, the people, I'm that, the people yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, yeah. Talk about, if you want to learn some things about some ch- overcoming challenges, Podcast number one with Brian Carp was like, like deep. Mm-hmm. Rich Dad Poor Dad was the book that changed my life. Um, I didn't read it, but you know, you say you read it. I listened to it. Sure, I listened to it twice. This sure. is back in the day before there were um, iTunes. This is back in the day before there was Audible.com cassettes, bro. It, well, it wasn't even cassettes because what they would do is I have dyslexia. So there's an organization back then called, um, it was the organization for dyslexic and blind people. Sure. And they sent out these big yellow tape recorders. Oh. And then they would send me these tapes. Mm-hmm. And I ordered Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And uh, there were the tapes up that you could like flip upside down. There was, like, now, how'd you find out about all this? My mom always, because I get, used to get my textbooks all on tape when uh-huh. I was in college and high school. Yeah. So it was easy. And then I'm, I was just like, oh, I want to read this. And I would send them a, a letter and they would mail me this. And sure. I listened to that book for weeks and weeks. And and the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad doesn't like say go out there and buy in Ronkonkoma and divide by this. And no, not at all. It kind of just makes your mind think differently about money. Sure. And that book changed my life. Sure. And I ran out there and that, that's what got me into real estate. No, I only I only ask because I've re, you know I've realized that you know I have my I have my friend group that I grew up with at home here in Bayport, and then I have my friend group from business, and I realized that most of my friend group at home haven't listened to or like read these books, and they think I'm a nut job because I actually listen and read to read always. Like I just posted an Instagram pi- uh, picture of like the book best books I've just read recently, and the business people I deal with have all like listen to those books or read those books and I'm like why is there such a divide like this first of all books can help so many people I think that if if you don't read books every you know if you don't try to get through at least a book every six months Mm -hmm. or even quarter like what are you doing right the amount that you can learn from a book is just tremendous you know and then like what did I do differently that somebody was like you need to listen to or read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah, I wonder what would... I, I've never thought about this, but you bring up a good point. What if I never read that book and listened to that book? Mm-hmm. What would I What would I be doing? I wouldn't would have I this. Be? This would never. This whole place would never exist. Mm-hmm. I want to say I started the podcast before I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I'd have to go through and listen to the first like 30 episodes. Mm-hmm. And that book got me like, oh, I could do this. And then it started off with the first house and then the second and just... But that's the why. That was yeah. the why behind the real estate business. Mm-hmm. That's that's why rental I'm so, property incomes. Rental property incomes. Yep. That's it. It's the only. It's the only way out of the rat race. It's the only way to be able to build 
you know, build passive income. Yeah. Regular passive income. Regular passive income, besides sure. a business or something like that. Sure. The uh, no, it's it's incredible, and I love that. Like, I love the inside player mentality. Like, why would I go do something that I'm not the inside player at? The inside player, you know, I think about that all the time too. Like, that is one thing I walked away with definitely from the last podcast. Also, I'm like, he's the inside player. There's nobody better that knows more than Brian. About the neighborhoods that I hunt in, absolutely not. Oh yeah, which is which is, is, is and that's one of the reasons I got to get up so early and I got to study every little detail. I know every house that's moving. Someone just bought a house, um, and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I I know who bought that house. You know, they're flipping it. I'm watching everything. I'm watching my markets like a hawk. Nobody knows them as well as I do. Yeah, that's my job. And the people that make tons of money in in the in the stock market. They're doing what, like the super successful people, yep. they're doing what you're doing. They're up at 4 a.m. Like, I see the reports come out. They mm-hmm. wrote it just then and click send. And it's it's the same thing. I'm like, oh, my God. There is this this obvious path that all of these super successful people are starting are taking or are on. Absolutely. Two things that we ha- you got to remember we have to bring up. Sure. Um, I have two exciting announcements. Fire them both so, off right now. Okay. Well, first announcement is today. Well, actually, probably tomorrow, but by the end of the day is – so every last two years to celebrate selling over 100 houses a year, mm-hmm. I've decided to donate $5,000 to charity. Sure. Um, so I think about 60 days ago, I hit the 100 mark, mm-hmm. and um, we announced it. We put it up on my Facebook, and then we have all of my friends, family, my inner circle decide the, the three charities. Sure. So the first charity gets $2,500, second charity gets 1500 and the last one gets 1000 Sure. Um, so tomorrow, well, probably at the end of the business today or later in this afternoon, yeah. we will announce who the three charities are. Oh, nice. And um, the video that I made has over 5,000 views. Oh, wow. We have hundreds and hundreds of comments, and three amazing, amazing organizations are going to get the money this year. Wow. Which is so fabulous. So I'm elated. Do you know yet or no? We know because you, if you could jump on now, you'll jump on my um, – the the video has been running. Sure. So there's, there's a few that are at the top. Sure. We haven't really counted. So if my, you want me to announce it, let me know. Just shoot me a text, and, yeah. I'll, and I'll put it in the beginning of the podcast. Okay, awesome. Yeah, well, I'll let, definitely let you know the three sure. charities. I'd love to know. So they're neck and neck on that, which is really I'm, – I'm excited about that. Damn. So that's great. And what's numero two? The number two one that I, I guess I, I've been kind of doing on the back. Oh. Uh, it's kind of been quiet for a little bit, but I've been doing some coaching for real estate agents out of state. Really? Yeah, it's, it kind of started just by helping a friend of a friend out. Mm-hmm. And um, so I wanted to throw it out there that now I'm going to be opening it up here in New York and Long Island. Uh, it's going to be on, it's, it's, you know, a little piece. I'm not doing it for the money. Yeah. Uh, yes. You have to pay for it because unless you pay for something, you're not going to be all in on it. I can't just give things Couldn't away. Couldn't agree more. Just can't give that things away. That and if it's free, you yeah. get everybody. Absolutely. A hundred percent. But I started doing it a, a few years ago out of state, helping a, a friend of mine's, uh, few agents out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, carp coaching will be in Long Island now. Nice. And uh, we'll be helping any salespeople, sure. uh, real estate agents. Um, what does that look like? Are you doing webinars, online courses? Like, what's the story? It's going to be, you know, uh, there's a few different packages you can get yourself into. Mm. Very much like uh, commission has different packages of commission. Sure. So there's a few different packages that people will have an opportunity to choose from depending on how much. But it's going to be working with me. It's going to be, you know, a half an hour call once a week with me going over what you're doing. It's really going to be the the inside of Brian Carp's business. Mm-hmm. And just so you could see how I did it. Yeah. And then you can model your business after it. Yeah. If you want to work. 
Yeah. But th- there's really the reason I have no problem giving it away. Um, Nobody's gonna work as hard. No as one's gonna. Do. No one's gonna work as hard as me. Mm-hmm. That's it. And it's simple. I give it away all the time to people, but do people really do it? I think for other people, it's going to be a big accountability. Mm-hmm. So you're going to listen. You, you got a once a week call with Brian at 4 a.m. in the morning or 5 in the morning. You better over. be up and you ready. You better be up. You better be ready. And you better did what you said you were going to do last week. So sure. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. I think it's going to, uh, it's something that I've been working out of state and I've had a few agents here in New York and Long Island ask me about it. And I kind of pushed them off just saying, listen, that's not something I'm doing. But I've been doing it out of state for a little bit, helping some agents who surely sure. 10x their business. Mm-hmm. So uh, Another it, good book, by the way. Oh, amazing book. Dude. Oh, so you've listened to it? I listened to it. Absolutely. I listened Dude, to Grant Cardone. I, I went down to North Carolina um, like three weeks ago, I think. Three weeks, a month ago. I don't even remember. And I listened to the 10x rule. Mm-hmm. So I listened about half of it on the way down, half of it on the way back. And by the time I got back, I couldn't drive fast enough to get back to Long Island and start working. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is freaky. And that's like, that was like another one where I was like, all right, no more fucking around. Brian Carp gets up at 4 a.m. I got to wake up at, I, you know, I'm not waking up at 4 a.m. Screw that. But I'll wake up at like 5. Yeah. Uh, you know, I tried for, I could do 4 a.m. I just have to really be religious about going to bed early. Um, and I was like, I, uh, no more BS. Like, this is, this is it. This is the time to grind. Listen, if this is something that you are, if this is something that you will die for, like this, oh, that, yeah. that, that, my business is one of my babies. It's one of my kids. Yep. And I am so passionate about what the end is. What I'm trying to do mm-hmm. is build that portfolio and build this amazing, amazing life and, sure. and, and business. So I'm willing to die for it. Then you got to be all in on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. I look forward to five thirty, six o'clock every single day because I know that my competition just left work, and now it's time for me to go to work, Absolutely. baby. Like, I love mo- Monday's my favorite day of the week. It's time to put my helmet oh, on, put my pads 100%. on, and strap it up again. And yep. I, get an, I get another week to play. Yep. Another week to go out there and play. 100%. I, I look forward to that hour every single day because I go, great. My competition has now shut down everything. Thanksgiving Eve, like all those days leading up to the holidays – are amazing because it's quiet. No one's out there, and I'm able to. I'm not slowing down. No. Just why because, would you? Just because I'm at 130 houses a year and probably one of the biggest businesses, real estate businesses in Long Island, doesn't mean I'm even gonna take the foot off the pedal. We're we're putting the foot down, yep. and we're switching into yep. the last. Gear. Did you take off Thanksgiving? Of course, I took off Thanksgiving Good just because nothing nothing's going on, and it's a great time to catch up with the family and sure. stuff like that. Which. Sure. You know, um, is definitely something I need to focus QT on. QT time. Yeah, key, 100% without a doubt. People all the time say, Brian, you know, um, how do you manage everything? How do you keep, you know, how, how do you have family time? How are you, what's the word I'm looking for? Balanced? Yeah. yeah. There is no balance. If you're if you're this into something, you can't be balanced. No, no, not, not at balanced. all. Not at all. I agree. I agree. You know, people say like, you know, Dude, when are you gonna you know take take a break, stop working, stop checking your phone? Like you're not gonna get an email. I'm like, I do not want the opportunity to slide by my plate because I didn't answer an email three minutes earlier. Why would you? Yeah. You know, a stupid. And people are like, well, that's you're not gonna be in the moment. I'm like, my business is same thing. My business is my baby. My baby. I love going to work. You know, you guys, you'll always be my friends. I'm yeah. not gonna do anything to ruin a friendship. Yeah. But why wouldn't I want to? You know, you guys want me to be successful. You guys all work nine to five jobs. I need to work a little more, especially in the beginning, to to grind out. Absolutely. Why wouldn't I? Absolutely. Hundred you know? percent. You know, and and competition sleeping, five five o'clock, six o'clock, <laughs> they punched out, bro. 
Yeah. Now it's my time. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're not playing. They're not playing at the level that we're playing at. Sure. And I encourage them to play at that level. But nobody's gonna. But no one's gonna because they don't want it as much. Yep. Yep. And they don't have the why behind it. The, the why is so big and yep. it's so apparent. Big I, time. It is. Yeah. If you don't have why, you have nothing. That's because what, it, what do you do anything for? Exactly. You know, is it for fun? Great. Well, how long does fun last? You know. Do you have a kid? Do you have do you have a wife? You have, you know who you're supporting. You know, does grandma need? You know, does grandma in the hospital? Like, what is your why that you go out every single day? And I tell this to everybody. I'm like, dude, you got to figure out like your purpose in life. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't have your purpose or your why, what are you doing? You know, I, I just spoke at uh, Baruch College, and great experience. And I see all these kids, and and I and I didn't know my ass from my elbows at, at that time when I was in college. You know freshman sophomore year and I, and I'm like you kids like some of you kids are so much I thought I had a good in school come from middle class area you know nothing really was a struggle I did okay in school found school a little you know school wasn't my cup of tea but like I got by you know I went to college but like once I got to college it kind of like all clicked where I'm like I gotta like straighten this shit up it's costing me money like I'm not, it's not taxpayer money anymore <clears throat> it's my money why would I ever want to waste my time and my money? Can't get time back. No. You know, so what am I going to do? Just sit here and, and mess around? And money, yeah, you can get money back. But why would I want to spend money to not get stuff out of it? Yeah. You know, seminars. Grant Cardone talks about seminars. My buddy just invited me to a seminar next week. And he's like, hey, you know, I'm looking for a couple people to go to a seminar. If, you know, I have a couple extra seats. Who wants to go? I'm like, dude, I'm in. Yeah. If nobody if nobody responded yet, I'm in. Put me down. I'm like, because the exposure, all that kind of stuff is so worth it. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about it. That's why I know this podcast is going to be huge. That's why I'm getting in on the ground floor. So when this was huge and you have a, a few hundred thousand subscribers. That's the goal, man. Then I'll, you'll be like, all right, Brian, you can go plug something. Come on on the podcast. <laughs> That dude, that's the ultimate goal is to get this this because uh, it is a business. This so big that anybody that I get on the podcast, not only one could like hopefully change their life, mm-hmm. you know, with business or whatever it is, but just you know, if it's a charity, if it's somebody in need, I can immediately get them the exposure that they that you know they need as long as I believe in it. We're, we're very similar because my real estate business has always been a business and it's always – it's a media company. Sure. And that's what I'm doing. You know, you see the content that I put out on Absolutely. Facebook, Instagram, that 100, LinkedIn. 100 houses, by the way, with you as a grandpa was – Well, that was the video with me don't – that <sighs> oh, was – Yes. That's the video that has 5,000 views. Okay, okay. That's the video where we announced sure. I was giving away $5,000. Yep. I like to do big, over-the-top things. And um, I'm a media company and – when one day we we maybe pivot away from real estate so much, the media company can drive any other business through it. Yep. And that's what's important. Same thing with your podcast. And that's what we're doing. I'm Brian Carp is the brand. Mm-hmm. Brian Carp is putting out the content. Mm-hmm. And right now we're selling real estate and we're the best at it. But maybe tomorrow we'll be introducing something else through there. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. And and once you build, you know, the empire per se. It really gives you the freedom to do kind of like whatever you want. You know, you want to do make a charitable donation? You can. You want to do this? You can. You know, 
who do I want to help out? You know, who doesn't have enough exposure? You Absolutely. know, there's so many people, you know, I think there's something so underrated on the, you know, in the world is there's so many people that are like really passionate about certain things, but get shut down because they never get the right exposure. Um, exposure of money, you know, and that's one of the reasons I did the video was it was to one, um, thank everyone for, it's, it's not me, you know, it's, it's everyone who's helped me sell 100 houses that year sure. or this year. It was to kind of impress on everyone to let's give back a little bit. Mm -hmm. So I was going to give back. And then I figured, hey, why don't you guys decide where we're going to give the money to? Sure. Um, so, yeah, listen, you're going to I was able I'm able to give money and you're able to provide exposure. Sure. But it's the same thing. Oh, I, I, absolutely. Absolutely. And and one day I'd love for this thing to. You know, I, I things things that I think that people that aren't in business don't understand is everything adapts and evolves over time. You know, Brian Carp ten years ago was fresh out of college, who and you should, I dude, I told my little brother about that story by the way. Which one? The one where you ran to practice. Oh yeah, absolutely. So obviously, I live like three minutes away from here. Mm -hmm. I still live at home, and not to get off off topic, but uh, you know, he he, my mom called me at like. You know, four four twenty, and she's like, "Hey, just so you know, Jack needs a ride to to practice later." And it was cold that day, so I'm like, "All right, you know, legitimate, you know." So he calls me, and I'm like, "Okay, you know, just tell him or call me. You know, somebody's got to let me know because I'm not putting it down on my calendar that I need to go get him. It's his responsibility to get to practice on mm -hmm. time." So I'm like, "Tell him that he needs to let me know." Okay, sounds great. He calls me at four fifty five to get to practice he's like where are you i need to get to practice i'm like dude unacceptable. it's exactly unacceptable. ninth dude ninth grade you want to be in the and i normally wouldn't care but he talks all the time about how he wants to be in the nba i'm like bro you gotta want it more than anybody, anybody. else he doesn't want it that bad yep. i'll say it to his face yep yeah i told him that i go i go dude you don't want it that bad i go my buddy brian carp ran miles to get to practice to show up on time because his car broke down on the side of the road yeah. You don't want it that bad. If you wanted it that bad, you would already have been walking, if not running in. It, oh, it might have been raining also that day. R running in the rain to get to practice. No excuses. I don't want to hear excuses. Everyone has them. There's yep. no excuses. Yeah, it's unacceptable. You know, I'm like, dude, if if your goal is to be in the NBA, you don't want it bad enough. Mm -hmm. And I, I told him that. I go, look, you, you, I don't think you want it bad enough. If you really want it, you would have you been a practice. You would have called me 12 times to make sure that you didn't miss practice because you didn't want to walk in the rain. Absolutely. He would have planned it. Or he should have walked in the rain. Yep. You're not going to melt, brother. You're not going to melt. I compare I compare too many people to you. Nah, it's fine. That's fine. It's good. <laughs> Listen, I, I hope that I can motivate some people through through me trying to build this and trying to do it. I, I just hope that I could uh, motivate a few people. I, dude, I, th I genuinely think you do. I've had crazy responses from your like i get crazy responses from what seems like now a lot of the podcasts just because it's developed and stuff like that but like yours in particular sticks out and people are like dude is brian carp serious when he says he wakes up at 4 a.m i'm like yeah dude like why wouldn't why would why would he lie on the radio where see but I, i'm only i've only been preaching it maybe for the last year or two sure but I've been doing it for 10 years. Sure. So that's why it's so easy to come out and say it because I'm just trying to hopefully motivate a few other people to step their game up. I'm impressed by him. Yeah. For being up at this hour. Yeah, Jared, like, Jared's going to be one of the biggest uh, real estate agents in Long Island one day. Dude, I, I wish you the best. But, like, 
you know, you were like 5 a.m. Like, yeah, let's do it. If Brian, yeah. Brian Cop's available 5 a.m. I'll be available 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. If I don't sleep, and at like midnight, I was like, I there's probably a good chance I just might pull an all-nighter just so I don't miss the opportunity to sit down Brian. One and two, why not? Can't You know, I'm not going to die. You're not going to die, exactly. You know, okay, whatever. You could always sleep when you're dead. I couldn't agree more. But not, listen, we're not guaranteed tomorrow, so let's take every every second out of this day. I love and hate that line mm-hmm. because people are like, dude, what if you died tomorrow? I'm like, dude, if you do what you love. But I'm not, I'm not playing because I'm thinking about dying tomorrow. I'm playing just because I love the day so exactly. much. Exactly. That's really what it is. Yep. Because everyone's like, well, Brian, you, you might die tomorrow. Maybe you should spend some of this money. Maybe you should take some more vacations. No, no, no. I love My why is so big mm-hmm. and I could taste it. I tasted it 10 years ago, but now I really could taste it. Oh, I can only imagine. I could really taste it right now. What was it like buying your first rental property and stuff like that? Like first rental house was very very scary. I always I, was, I always need to push. Gotcha. You know, I always needed to push. Now at the level we're at, I don't need to push anymore. Sure. Maybe with other things I need to push, but my first rental house was probably even before I had a real estate license. Okay. And um, we were we another real estate agent was showing me my wife around. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name was Gennaro, and um, he's I think he's passed away now. And me and my wife must have looked at 50, 60 houses. Sure. And um, finally, we put offers in on houses, and then for some reason, I would talk myself out of it. Really? I was see, I was scared. I was this, Now, I was, was it your own money, or was it investor my own money, money? My own money. Okay. It was, this is our second. This is not my first house. This is my second. How my, long did you marry your wife when you were in college? We met when I was 20, and we so we met in college. Okay. So yeah, we, me and her were together when we were 21. Gotcha. Which is amazing. I'm 35 now. That's yeah, 14, yeah, 14 years. years. It's a long time to be with someone. It's, it just feels like yesterday, but it's unbelievable sure. how it's been so long. So, but back to this is our second rental property. Putting offers in left and right, and then finally this foreclosure came up uh, on my block where mm-hmm. me and Jessica already owned our first house, which was a two-family house, mm-hmm. and uh, I saw it come out. It came out at a great price, even for back then. And um, this is when my father was still alive. And I remember I put an offer in on it. And I remember sitting in the car with him. And we're like right in front of the house. And I'm telling him, I'm like, Dad, this is, this is it. This is going to be the first rental house. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, absolutely, 100%. But I'm like, I'm scared. Do I have enough money in reserves? What if I can't find tenants for it? What if something breaks? What if something goes wrong? And I remember having that pit, that pit in my stomach. And I turn over and I look to ha- look over him, and he used to call me Beej because mm-hmm. that's my initials, uh, BJ Brian Jamie. He's like Beej, if you don't buy this house, you better find something else to do with your life. So that was the big. Damn. I remember him saying that, and that was the big push to make me go out and buy the our second house, but the real real rental that we sure. weren't renting out the bottom of our own house. Sure. And that was the big push. And my wife's always been a huge push pushing me for things. And now. I have such a stomach for it. I have such um, such knowledge, such expertise in that. I don't even think, think twice. We don't need to see the inside of houses. I don't even need to see the houses. As long as I know the numbers, the blocks, and what I'm getting, Sure. if the numbers are right, they're right. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, that's one thing that I've definitely, you know, because I'm looking, you know, slowly looking into buying rental properties and stuff like that. And, like, some of the things I see, I'm like, it's I got, like, a pit in my stomach. And then on the flip side of it, I'm like, 
I could probably buy rental properties down south, so I'm pretty. I'll be hopefully close by to them and stuff like that. You want to be close to your rentals, yeah. And that's why people are like Brian, do you buy out of state? I don't. A because I'm not the inside player, and B I, I want to hug my assets. I want to be able to drive by my assets. Sure. Do you, you drive know? by all the houses? I don't. I'm too busy for that. Gotcha. But um, now, what happens if something goes side, sideways with the house? You, just, you know, plumbing breaks. You just call a plumber. Call, call a plumber. the insurance and yeah, call a plumber. Plumber, we, 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 you know, I'm not a big person to put claims into insurance. That's not my style. Sure. So we self-insure. Sure. Something breaks, we're gonna fix it. Yeah. That's what it is. Gotcha. Listen, you, you don't you don't get into the uh, real estate business and scale the real estate business without putting together a bankroll uh-huh. and having the you know the you know what to be in this game. Sure. But you could say it. Yeah. You gotta have the balls. Mm-hmm. Gotta have the balls. 100. percent I was talking to one of my friends. He uh, mega successful. Owns this uh, incredible limo company and transportation business. And he's like, Brian, you just like the action. It's literally the action. Like this yeah. is this is my gambling. This is why not? This and you're good action. at it. This is my action. He's like, you just need, he's like, what kind of he says to me, what kind of action you got going on this week? <laughs> You know, he's like, what, what house are you buying? What's going on with this? What deals are you? I, I'm a deal maker. Oh, my that's, God. That's what I love. That's what I live for. You got to be, though. You got to. Wheeling and dealing, man. That's it. I was wheeling and dealing as a young kid. I'm wheeling and dealing today <laughs> at 35. I was de- wheeling and dealing when I was a, a teenager. And probably when I'm 75, I'll be wheeling and dealing. I love it. In the in the nursing home. In the nursing home. To playing bingo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Running some different business or, or some, something. Something at that at that point. That's awesome, dude. And how? And by the way, how are the kids and the wife? Kids are amazing. Brody and Brock. Uh, we're starting wrestling this weekend, which is nice. awesome. They're nice. Doing, we're, we're into everything. They're amazing swimmers. We do swimming now. Damn. Uh, soccer. We did flag football. I was the coach uh-huh. uh, for flag football, which was awesome. You just carve out a chunk of your day. It was say. it was great because it, it made every. I wasn't gonna miss the games. Sure. I wasn't gonna miss the practices. Sure. I wasn't gonna let the kids miss the practices. My wife's like. Listen, if I'm doing something, it's 100%. Sure. It's all in. There's no if, ands, and buts. So once, even though I, I, I kind of went in as the uh, part, like the, uh, not the head coach. Sure. I don't want to be the head coach. I want to be the assistant coach. Sure. Just because I figured I, I can miss a game. I can miss a practice. Yeah, if but, you got to. But you know your boy wasn't going to do that. <laughs> if I said I was going to do something. <laughs> I have a scapegoat if I need it, but I'm not going to need it. I'm not going to need it. I'm not going to. So I just, <laughs> everything ran around that. Open houses went around that. Showings went around that. Meetings went around that. It sure. was great. So it was good. And then my phone wasn't on me when I'm on the field for that uh, 45 minutes to an hour. Nice so little break. It was a nice break. Exactly. That's so funny. Mm-hmm. That's so funny. Now, obviously, I know that you want your kids to play football, but, like, is there anything else that you want your kids to, like, that you, if, if you could be a dad and say, I'm so proud of my kids for doing X, what would X be? I don't wish what I have upon them. Okay. That's number one. If, sure. they, if they listen to this um, in years, I don't wish what I have upon them. Sure. Um, because what I'm chasing is... It's tough to live with every single day. No, absolutely, absolutely. I I almost hope that they could be satisfied with a, a great job, mm-hmm. and and that's enough for them. Sure. So I I don't you know unless they have what I have I don't want them to go into the into real estate. Gotcha. Unless unless it's it's born within them and like sure, it's sure. inside them yeah dad's dad's been doing it we gotta do it yeah, oh my god get on the trade and listen they're the probably only five and six year old who knows what a rental property is know sure what passive income is sure so do you uh, teach them all that kind of stuff yeah listen we play monopoly uh a few times a month 
Really? Absolutely. We play Bryopoly. I don't know if you know what Bryopoly is. I would love to hear about Bryopoly. You got to hear Bryopoly. Bryopoly is pretty epic and pretty amazing. If you jump on uh, my social media, there'll be some pictures of it. Oh, my goodness. But basically, for one of my birthdays, my wife bought me uh, my own Monopoly board. That's hysterical. So my, I, I've always. And what is it? The streets are all in Rock Congo. No, they're all they're all my houses, <laughs> which is really really amazing. <coughs> it's really amazing. So from the whole board is set up with my houses. Oh my um, god! It, instead of uh, going to jail, it's audit. Because as a business owner, you're always yeah. worried about the IRS coming of in course, and auditing you and wanting more tax money. Which Has is that fun. happened? No, absolutely okay. not. Listen, I love paying taxes. I love paying big big taxes because we know what that means. Everybody's happy. No, it means I'm making money. That is very, very true. So that's no problem. The more money you pay, the less likely they are to, to look into you, too. Absolutely, 100%. Damn. So, yeah, Bryopoly's epic. So I got my own uh, Monopoly <laughs> board. All of the properties around there are our Does houses. It, is it actually called Bryopoly? It's on called the Bryopoly. Board? I love it. I'm going to send you a picture. We'll get. We'll <laughs> remind me when I leave here. I'll send you a picture. It's amazing. And we play Bryopoly, which is so much fun to go around the border and see my kids buying up my houses that we already own. Sure, sure. That's so Because I'm playing real-life Monopoly. You know, for the longest time, I used to – I'm big into cufflinks. Have you ever seen me in my suit? Oh, yes. Those little houses. I had little green houses. Now I have the big red houses. Uh, How do you win win the game of Monopoly? You buy red hotels. Yep. That's where the money is. That's where the money is. Oh, my God. That is – now, are your kids any good at it? Yeah, I actually haven't won Bryopoly once. (laughs) <laughs> just gonna throw it out there usually we that's do, so great usually we do teams so is it you the wife and, the, and your kids yeah we only play us four we've never it's never been more than the carps okay so uh and we usually team up either i'll it'll be me and brody or me and brock i'm yeah. just gonna throw it out there that i have not won bryopoly once oh my god somehow they always beat me maybe it's because i'm too uh i'm too risky yeah, and I'm running around the board, you know, buying up everything, leveraging <laughs> everything. It's funny because in real life, I'm super, super, uh, I'm super, super conservative. Uh, sure. Conservative to a wild man who is all in real estate doesn't sure. be- doesn't believe in debt, yeah. and you know, uh, will buy will buy something without even seeing it. Uh, I consider myself super conservative, but um, I'm probably not if you look at me at a hundred, you know, hundred uh, feet up in the air. Sure. But in Bryopoly, I'm a wild man. You don't even want to get into it. I'm mortgaging this. I'm leveraging this. I'm uh, all in on this god that is so funny that's hysterical that your kids are winning yeah they're they're, they're beating me up so does it, so if it's so is it always do the kids ever team up against you and the wife or no no they, they always need one of us coaching gotcha. coaching them on it but they're starting to get it they understand the rule of the game is go around the board and buy houses listen the, the cool thing that i want to impress upon them is f- when i was growing up as a young man and I, it was it was just to me, it was, it was my God-given right. Sure. I was supposed to own a house. Sure. At the youngest age possible, I needed to own a house. I don't know where that came from, but my parents who grew up in the projects, their parents, it wasn't like that, mm-hmm. you know? So for them, it was, oh, we have to own a house. For me, growing up in a house, which isn't always guaranteed and gifted to people, mm-hmm. it was my God-given right. I needed to have a house by 20 years old or 21 years old. Which I bought. So for my boys, I want I want them to say, no, no, no. It, it's this is something I'm supposed to have multiple rental houses. Sure. So I'm teaching them at a young age where it's a normal thing. I want it to be a normal thing where they think, oh, we should have multiple houses. Sure. There's no reason you shouldn't. Just like every person, you should, like the home ownership was the biggest thing in the world. Everyone should be able to own a home. Sure. So I want for my boys that owning a rental house is like, yeah, absolutely. Of course we do. We well, should, yeah, we why should, wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I have multiple rental houses? Sure. And, and that's, that's kind of my feeling. So to circle back around with it is 
with them is I want them I want them to see daddy working. Mm-hmm. I want them to know that you have to so there's three things that since my kids were babies I used to tell them before they go to bed. This mm-hmm. is before they can probably even understand what it was. I asked them three questions. The first question was how do we make money? Right out of their mouths is hard work. The I second love it. the second thing was what do we do when we fall down? Get right back up. So it's very important for me to teach those things where it was almost like the uh, it was almost like the reaction mm-hmm. of you know I don't know if someone taps you on the head you're gonna swipe back sure it was the reaction when I ask him how do we make money hard work what do we do what do we and the other third one was what do we never do give up so those three things is something that I was teaching them since they were little little babies like and if you catch bro- grain catch, in the bro- DNA. catch Brody and say what do we never do right out of his mouth is give up. How do we make money? Hard work. And what do we never do? Give up. You say those lines to them, they're going to spit back the answer to you at five and six. So I'm teaching them those very, very young. They watch dad working seven days a week. He's in his suit. He's always out there hustling and grinding. And so hopefully I'll in, uh, ingrain with them the work ethic sure. and they can take and do whatever they want with it. Sure. Yeah, they don't need to be in real estate. They could do. They don't need to be in real estate. You know, as long as you understand those three concepts, which are very straightforward. Absolutely. And if they're all, I want them to do, and I'm sure any parent is just be happy with what they do. Yeah. And that's it, because my my thirst is my thirst. I don't know if I could ever. I don't know if I could ever be not thirsty. Makes sense. For what I'm trying to accomplish. Sure. So that's something we'll have to unpack in 2023. Uh, if once I once I uh, you know check out. Will I be not thirsty for the next thing? Are you going to have a checkout party? Oh, absolutely. I'm already, I already have it on my calendar, my retirement party. Would you like me to invite you? I would love an invite. Okay. I would love an so invite. So it's going to be my birthday, which is March 13th, okay. 2023. Sure. Huge, huge party. It's going to be totally over the top. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. It's already on my calendar. Did you? I haven't invited anyone to it yet, but maybe this is the first invite. I'll take it. All right. I'll take, take it. it. Take it. 2023. 2023. All right, cool. Um, that's awesome. I like it. And that's why every decision, every decision I'm making today, every decision I made two, three, four years ago is I'm playing a long game on everything. So every decision has been for 2023. Sure. So that's why it's been very easy to say no to this, say no to the quick money, say no to this, because everything I do is long game. Yeah. Business is long game. Business is brand. Business is doing more. the right thing. Everybody's, you know, that's the other thing that drives me nuts is everybody's in it for the short game. Everybody wants to be famous today or rich tomorrow or something like that. I'm like, yo, you, I hope so, bro, because I'm playing five, ten years out. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Barrett Media Group is looking, you know, we're not looking, you know, and the podcast. I'm like, dude, I could care less what I do by 2020. You know, I'm talking, I want to see outrageous success in five years. You know, what do I have to do today and tomorrow to be super successful in five or ten years that now I am the new leader in the podcast world or whatever. You know, if it happens sooner, great. But, you know, that's my projected thing. You, know? you have to project it, you have to believe it, and you have to be willing for ten years to do it. Like, yeah. I'm sitting back here ten years later. Yep. You're interviewing me ten years later. Oh, Brian, yeah, this this guy knows who you are. Thank you, I'm flattered. But it was ten years yeah. of knocking doors, cold calling, no, 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 people saying no to my face. Dude, the yeah, the hustle. The hustle. Ten years of it. Yep. And it's still as strong today as it was ten years ago. So I'm glad that we brought up the ten year mark. So I think about this a lot. I thought about this a lot the other day, and I think about it pretty frequently is, you know, 
so I just had friends. They just got married. They went to the town hall. They got married and 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 like on a whim from what it seemed like, which is fine. And I'm like, you know, how long have we actually been adults for? So I'm like kind of circling around in my head. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm 20, 26 now, maybe eight years. So I've been alive for 26 years. Uh, I've now been, let's say, classified as an adult for 26 years. I don't think, you know, I don't think most people ever stop learning, but I'm like, I don't even know if I would feel comfortable jumping into something like that or most things that are like that right off the bat. I feel, I'm like, and I was like, we've only really, you know, maybe at 22, 23, I started to get my shit together. So that means for, f- I've only really participated as a human in American society for five years. And I'm like, how do these people make these crazy decisions on their five years of life experience to say, you know, all these different things, whether it's marriage or some, or other things. And I'm like, this is wild. And right. people are, you know, and what I think goes on in people's minds is like, hey, this is forever. You know, if I buy this house, I'm living here forever. And I'm like, dude, we're like hermit crabs, man. We could we could jump ship whenever we need to go wherever. No, I agree with you. I agree with you 100% on that. You know, the funny thing is, that's why I think it's so important for young adults to have great parents mm-hmm. or great mentors. Because you're right, they're making these huge decisions. I even see it with my my son. He's he's five years old, Brock. He'll keep me on my toes probably for the rest of my life. But he's about to do something which I can guarantee I know the outcome of it. Sure. And he will not listen to me. Sure. It's so, so frustrating. <laughs> like I, 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 It's like I'm like, Brock, I literally have a crystal ball. I could tell you what's going to happen. A, because I was you when I was that age. Uh-huh. B, that daddy just, it's a simple little thing that's going to happen. Um, but he won't listen to me. He has to like figure it out on his own. It, it's it's frustrating for me as a, I guess an adult, which I don't consider myself, but I am one. Yeah. An adult. You and uh, me both. Yeah. So it, it's, it's funny, but it, I guess it's the same thing with that. But so I think it's so important to have strong parents that really kind of push you or great, you know, family around you, pushing you and directing to you. I just wish that everybody would listen to because they got a lot of life experience. Sure, sure. Yeah, I think a large percentage of life is is you got to figure it out on your own. That's that's thing one. But I think thing two is, you know, people think that things are so like, this is how it has to be, and oh my god, and and that's the beautiful part about being in business because people are like, you know, oh what? How do you do that? Like, why do you do that? I'm like, I I don't. People are so stuck in this mentality of like, you know, if I work nine to five, I have to go. You know, gotta be there for forty hours a week. Well. If you could get all your work done in 20 hours, why don't you just go home? Right. And if you can get more work done in the 40 hours and you're really, you know, and it's outside your normal what you should be getting paid, why not ask for more money? You're adding more value to the company. Yeah, I think that's why it, it, it's that's why I'm I'm the perfect entrepreneur. I can never work for somebody. Sure. Because I was never working for a paycheck. Sure. You know, and uh, I think I put an Instagram post out not too long ago. Like, don't work to your quota, work to your potential. Sure. And, and that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm a business owner who literally, yes, I have hundreds of clients and hundreds of bosses, I say. Sure. But literally, no one's seeing, no one will know what Brian does today. Yeah. So Brian could check out all day, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm just not going to do it. It's yeah. not in my personality. I'm mm-hmm. literally not going to let one day go. I'm yeah, not going to lose Why one would day. you? I'm not going to let one day go. Because now day. it's, now it's, you know, 2023 in one day. You know, because you got to make up that day. Like, you don't just get another day. Everybody's got 24 hours in a day and seven days in a week. What are you doing with them? Exactly. How am I going to stretch every single second and be mega productive 
uh, and laser focused and all that and all that time. Yeah. What what could I do to help your business? Like, what could I do to help this podcast to the next level? What could I do to help you? Just share with that, you know anybody you know and stuff like that. Like I saw that post. By the way, the your Bitmoji looks freakishly like you. Thank you. Um, one and two. I love. Like, who does your Who does your artwork? Or do you just mess around? with No, it it's, not me. it's not me. I didn't me. think it was it's you. not me at all. I uh, have the ideas. I'm the idea guy. And I have an amazing, I have a, an amazing, amazing assistant who I, not even assistant, she's like a partner sure. uh, in my business. And she, uh, I come up with the ideas and she will create them. And I have great staff behind sure. me. I have great people behind me that help me be who I am. I'm really good at certain things, but I'm the worst at a lot of things. Yeah. So there's a lot of people behind Brian Carp and the brand and the business to make it successful and do everything we do on a daily basis. And then you, you absolutely need that. A hundred percent. Absolutely. You know, and that's the other thing that people, uh, yeah, there's so many things that people I've realizing that people don't understand. Is you, nobody can do everything. It's impossible. Impossible. Unless you are a savant and you could just happen to do literally everything under the sun. Even still, you're going to slack in some area. No, you need and somebody I'm not, to make I'm it up. I'm not striving to be the best at everything. I'm the best at one thing. Mm-hmm. I'm the best at selling houses sure. and real estate. Sure. That's it. Yep. I am not really good at anything else. So I bring in other amazing people around to do that. Yeah. Yeah, no, she did an amazing job. It's Portia. Uh, uh, and she did an amazing job with Oh, that. my God. I was like, this is amazing. I was like, immediate share. I was like, I love this. This well, is hysterical. Morning, I'm like, all right, I'm going to be on Harrison's podcast this morning. I, uh, or the next day, I sure. said, can you, let's throw something out on social on all our platforms. Uh-huh. I love it. I love it. But, uh, yeah, the only, I mean, the biggest way to help this is just, you know, if you bump into people or, you know, hey, what is Brian Carp doing in his free time? Well, here you go. Here's a whole podcast on what, you know, what Brian Carp's life looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and that's really pretty much it. You know, it's just get, it's literally just getting the word out there. And as the word gets out there, I get more amped up to do even more podcasts. And if you happen and the only other way is if you happen to know people that are like, dude, you know, I need a podcast. or I need a way to get my word out or, you know, hey, I have this guy, Harrison. He does podcasting. Have you started to have people? Uh, like helping people start their own podcast and do their own podcast. Yes, yes. Um, I feel like you got the studio here. Sure, it's ready sure. To roll. Uh, my buddy Brian uh, Costello was in here the other day recording. Um, it goes back to people don't want it bad enough. I'm realizing. Mm-hmm. I literally will give you the recipe to success. Well, you have it here. I, yeah, here. All everything. You do is walk in. You co- come in. I'll let you use the equipment. Yeah. Like whatever it is, I'm. So overwhelmingly excited when people tell me I want to do a podcast. I'm like, dude, do it. Like I. He did a podcast the other day with somebody, and I sat in that chair. And listening to it live, I've realized is even more entertaining than actually being in it. No, being in it is the best thing in the world. Mm-hmm. But it is so much better than the audio that you could ever hear. Like, like you, you could just turn over and be like, "Oh my god!" Like there, may, you could see the hand motions and the gestures and what they're wearing and all that kind of stuff. So, and and you're in the same room. Like, there's no better. The audio quality is great in this room. Absolutely. So for me, I was like, this is amazing. But, you know, I tell people all the time, like, this is what you need. Like, if you want to do it out of your house or whatever, buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this, get the software. Like, everything integrates. It literally takes 20 minutes to do. Go do this. And the amount of people that have approached me and said they want to do one to the amount of people that have literally not followed through is tremendous. Like, it's almost a... It's like a 95% ratio. Yeah, absolutely. Because the goal of Barry Media Group is what? For a company to be able to say, hey, I need to build- I want to do social media websites, marketing, podcast, or drone footage. Mm-hmm. You know, great. Okay, we'll be right there. Yeah. 
It's a marketing company. Yeah. Which very similar to what Brian Carp is. Brian yep. Carp is a marketing company yep. that we're doing real estate right now. Mm-hmm. And it's very similar. And yeah. The, the, your podcast is a, a great, great way to, to be out there all the time. Oh, I, I love it. I love it. And it's what I do makes me happy. This makes me like outrageously happy. Like I'm, I'm obviously an, uh, an extrovert. So sitting with people and talking to them, you know, having people share their life story with me means so much. And it's not, there's no this, you know, all I'm watching is audio waves on the computer to make sure that it just yeah. didn't stop recording. But Absolutely. Like, My phone's upside down for yeah. this whole hour uh, interview. Yeah. It's, you know, there's no, there's nothing that makes me angrier than when somebody's like this the whole time. Oh, yeah. I'm like, dude, why are we hanging out? Yeah, I'll go know. home. Absolutely. Like, I, I'd rather make my time productive than sit here and, and wonder if what I just said was even in, in understood. Absolutely. Drives me insane. Well, no, I, I, I think it's going to be great. Your, your company, it already is. It's just because there's so, I see so many business owners out there that are a little bit older than us. Mm-hmm. And there's guys that are, are way older than us that are killing it in this industry. But they need, they need the new platforms. Like they don't understand how to do the social media platforms. No. They don't understand podcasts. So I think, you know, you look at like a, um, I don't know, a, um, uh, not a, a divorce attorney sure. or even a, um, an estate attorney who's in his 60s and has a, a, a great practice, but how do I bring it to the next level? He doesn't know how to use Facebook marketing. You got to get it Instagram, to the next level, or you're going to check out sooner than you want Exactly. You know? 100%. I, I see that. I, that's what doing social media for my company, that's the biggest thing I get religiously. But I had a meeting yesterday. People that are like 45 years old, like they're not really that much older than us. And they're like, I am so terrified to lose everything I have because I got phased out by a younger generation. Well, you're gonna absolutely, and, and, unless you're re- unless you are. Well, they realize yeah. the first step is is realizing, right. and, and two is having that yeah, you meeting. Look at, you look at Uber, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, like you know, blockbuster. People, hello. Oh, dude, the, the world is changing. Get on the get on the horse. Or retire early. Like I don't know what to tell you. Take yeah. your retire early, sell the house, go move down south, and and live comfortably. So call your boy to sell the house. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Call Brian Carp. No doubt about it. And primarily if you're in the Ron Concom area and the surrounding towns. Um, by the way, what's the furthest house you've ever sold? Furthest is um, Queens. Okay. Um, I'm really Queens, and I. Uh, Basically, now I'm laser-focused on my areas, my mm-hmm. business. So, really, my business is all of Long Island. Sure. Uh, I refer out all of my uh, high-end uh, business in the Hamptons. Really? This year, I gave I gave out uh, three $1.5 million properties. What, I just re- because you have no interest in doing business out there? That's the, Brian Carp's sweet spot is the four dollars to $700,000 house. Gotcha. That's what I sell. Yeah. That's what moves. That's what turns. Sure. So um, I did just sell a $1.2 million two-family in Queens mm-hmm. because it, uh, it was a referral through a dear, dear estate attorney of mine. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew it would move pretty quickly, and they needed me to come in to make sure they weren't leaving money on the table sure. and to make sure the transaction got done, sure. which it's nice for me to be able to come in there as the rock and the person who <laughs> knows that – I know everything that could happen. I could literally know what's going to happen once yep. I put it on the market. So they really just brought me in as the consultant sure. to make sure they got the most money for it, make sure they weren't being taken advantage of, sure. which was amazing. So um, really the business is all anywhere in Long Island. If I don't think that I am the best at it and the guru of it, mm-hmm. I will refer it out and I to the best or yeah. to someone who I feel. I got a referral for uh, a condo in Bayside, Queens, $750,000. Hand it to me. Um, I went to look at it because it was a referral through someone. And yeah. I just felt that there was another agent who could do a better job than me. Really? There's an agent who lives in the development. 
Oh. She lived in the building. So I said, you know, I got to give it to her. Yeah. So I give it to her. Same thing with the uh, high-end luxury listings out in the Hamptons. Sure. There's someone who's better than me, so I refer to them. Sure. No, absolutely. Absolutely. That's, you know, uh, there's back to abundance. There's an abundance. There is abundance out there. You there's know, so much out You just got to want it. Yeah. You got to want it. You got to want it more than, you know, when I spoke at Baruch College, I'm like, yo, congratulations. You guys are in a great school. The When you graduate, think of how many other students just hit the job market. They're your competition right yeah. now. You have to get into that job market as fast as humanly possible before they do so you can get the one up on them so you could start to build your career path. It's the great, It's the word competition. That's what I'm, I've always been. I, I'm always literally playing like, like I'm playing a sport. Uh, it's like I'm playing versus other people. There's, sure. There's other people chasing me. Sure. I'm putting out a December 1st. I'm putting out a once a month I put out a great video sure. that is made by my video team. And this month we're doing um, – it's a little like flashback of Brian Carp today and Brian Carp football. So I love it. It will go out probably on Tuesday because we always try to put some video content out on Tuesdays. Sure. But it will also go out to my newsletter group and my family. Sure. Um, well, we launch once a month, so December first. It'll probably go out this Sunday, so it might you might get it on Sunday. You'll see it Monday or Tuesday. But it. it's a mashup of me playing college and high school sports yeah. into me playing real estate because it's the competition. Yeah, it's the competition. I, it's got to be. It's got to be. We just crushed an hour and twenty minutes. I want to make a short video after the podcast. So I want to end just a, two, a couple minutes early. Final words, comments, things like that. Thank you for having me on again. Dude, you're always welcome. I appreciate that. I appreciate you accommodating me at 5 a.m. in the morning. Dude, you, if you said 2 in the morning, I would have said, sure, let's do it. If Listen, if there's anyone out there that I could help, uh, of course, in the real estate world, um, feel free to hit me up. Uh, email is brian at soldbybrian.com. Cell phone is out there. Everyone knows it. Uh, Instagram is uh, brian. Help me out here, boys. Brian Carp L.I. Brian Carp L.I. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and that's it. I love it, man. I love it. And uh, appreciate you coming on. Oh, as, as always, man. I, I this is one of my favorite podcasts to do. I mean, they're all my favorite, which is crazy because they're all so different. But like, talk about getting amped up, and especially amped up at six thirty in the morning. Yeah, now, now come on, let's do what we're gonna have. I'm oh, I'm ready to crush already. I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah. So thanks again, brother. Thank you. See you guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Brutally Honest Podcast. Sorry, guys. Like I said in the beginning, a little sick, a little under the weather. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Brian is one of my favorite people. I get so energized uh, and amped up after I see him every single time. And I follow him and all his personal stuff. And it's just it's just motivation. Just motivation to work harder and grind every day. All right. Uh, if you haven't already, I highly hope I've hoped that you've smashed that subscribe button already. Uh, if you haven't, would appreciate if you did. Brutallyhonestpodcast.com is the website. And that's pretty much it, guys. Huge thanks for always tuning in, hanging out. It's an hour and a half out of your day. I really hope you guys have made uh, enjoyed it as much as I do uh, in that regard because I just have so much fun and I'm a lunatic. This is what I like love to do. And being able to do this and share it with you guys means the world to me. It really does. So, as always, thank you guys so much, and I'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace.